Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here again with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, thought leaders across the country to help you scale your business. Today, we have an awesome guest. You should know him. It is Mr. Matt Johnson out of San Diego. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing awesome. And how dare you call me a guest? I am, uh, I am an honored co-host. Co-host. I'm Thank sorry. you very much. Matt uh, is a co-host. He launched this podcast with us. I think it's been almost four years ago. I think we launched in I know. 15. So crazy. we're still going long, um, really hard and strong and excited to have you guys listening to us. I know we've been getting some requests for different topics. So if you guys have anything specifically you'd like us to dig in on or guests you'd like us to interview, don't hesitate to reach out. You can actually um, message me in Instagram. <gasps> I know it sounds bad. I've had Instagram for a long time. Slide into Jeff's I've, DMs. I've never been active. So it's Jeff M. Cohn. Go add me, follow me, whatever it's called. Uh, Jeff M. Cohn on Instagram. All right, awesome. All right, so we're talking about the four things you need to hit 100 million in sales. Uh, if you're listening to this, I don't care. You know, basically, we're doing an episode specifically for you. If you're somewhere in the 10 to 20 million a year mark, uh, you probably have experimented with building a team. Maybe you even have an assistant or two or a buyer's agent, or maybe you even have like a community team where you're working in cooperation with one to two other agents. So Jeff, you run into these folks all the time. That's really who the podcast is aimed at. And yep. we want to help you get to the point where you run a, you know, a seventh level CEO level type team, which you can build in any market. That's the whole reason we started the podcast to begin with. So let's start with, uh, let's start with the first thing. Cool. Yeah. So the first thing is lead gen. And that's what I started with in 2011. I was an expert at generating leads for myself and worked in the business for five years. <clears throat> My last year in production, I think I did about 70 sides for a 350,000 net profit in Omaha, Nebraska. That was great money for a, I was in my late twenties. And what I got sick of was servicing deals and working a job. And I was doing a lot of it, 40 or 50 hours a week, every day, except Sundays, nights, weekends, whatever. And so I, I thought to myself, what is the number one thing agents want that I could attract more agents with? And I thought, obviously it's leads, obviously ponied up, ready to go leads are the best, but any lead in general is better than no lead, especially for a new agent that doesn't have a strong sphere of influence. And so I started researching all over the country, physically visiting other top teams, broker owners, listening to podcasts like this one, um, reading books and trying to learn as much as I could about lead generation. And what I found was the best place to generate a lead is what everyone always says, and that's your sphere of influence. But a lot of people are scared to engage their sphere or don't have a very large sphere and need to have additional leads to generate. And that's where we started researching in our market in Omaha, Nebraska, what was going to work best for us. And um, we started with Google AdWords. We added Craigslist. We added Facebook ads. We've dabbled in so many other things. Year to date, we've spent over a million dollars in lead gen. When I say we, that's loose. My marketing service partners spent over a million dollars in lead gen to my team. Um, I, I now generate 2,000 leads a month, 22 or 24,000 leads a year. We converted about 2%. But in the beginning, we weren't spending nearly as much money. Right now, we're spending $8,500 a month on lead gen. Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning, we were only spending about $1,000 a month. And I attracted new agents by saying, hey, I've got this really cool platform, Boomtown, 
as our CRM and I'm generating 300 leads a month and I need agents to work the leads. And no one believed me. Like at the time, 2011, no one was generating that many leads. Yeah. And I'd, I, my recruiting meeting was just simply opening up the CRM and showing them. To this day, that's my recruiting meeting. Because we now say you'll get 50 leads a month on our team. And they're yeah. coming from an environment where they haven't had a lead for two years. And they're yeah. like, 50 leads a month? Is this guy crazy? And we'll show them. Here's all the names, numbers. These are the houses that they looked at when they were on the website. So I know I've spoken for a while here. But number one's lead gen. And it doesn't have to be leads off the internet. If you have a huge sphere and you don't have the time to service all that sphere, obviously being able to hand those leads off to a buyer specialist or a listing specialist, those are the best leads. Um, those leads are going to have a better split for you than an internet lead. So on our internet leads, we usually do like a 50-50 split. If it were a lead for my personal network, my agent would work that and keep 20, 25% and I could keep 75. So yeah. if I'm handing them a ponied up, you know, teed up lead that's going to be easy to convert, I'm going to keep 75% of that. And I know there's a new model out there just for those thinking about how they want to do these splits where you just pay somebody a salary, a minimum salary, and then give them like a $50 or $100 bonus every sale that gets executed. And if I were to have a small, I call it a Navy SEAL team of like three or four people, that's probably how I would structure that. I'd have like one fire yeah. specialist paid on salary, one listing specialist paid on salary, give them a nice little bonus every time they execute a deal. I've heard of some people doing like a 90-10. I think we had someone we interviewed on this show where they let them keep 10% of the commission and the team leader kept 90%. But that's how you'll generate the most amount of income, I think, if you're still wanting to pseudo stay in production. Yeah, uh, yeah, 100% agree. I think there's definitely a market there. I don't know how, how many teams will take advantage of it because of the upfront capital. But if you, I mean, if you look yeah. at literally any other business model on the face of the earth, how many people get their their commission salespeople at 100% and have zero risk of bringing on a new person? Typically, you have to hire someone and you take the yeah. risk and you pay them in bonus. So I can definitely see there being uh, teams that go, I would say go corporate is what I would call that. And then you yeah. stack on the investment opportunity that we've talked about in other episodes that that can be a really great yeah. great business but that that to would, me is the future model i really yeah. like that model a lot yeah yeah and i wanted to point out something just about the lead gen side um so when you when you scroll if if you are active in facebook groups and you look at the majority i would say the majority of questions especially from agents in that range of doing 10 to 20 million a year most of the questions are i think come from a place of i have this lead how do I handle and how can I get them to do X? How I, I need to email them. I need to send them a Like, what do I do to get them to convert? And yeah. I think people need to understand that lead flow solves all those problems. You just need more leads. If you focus yeah. on that, the rest of it will take care of itself. And then it allows you to build the systems behind it that will yeah. feed a real business. If you spend all your time twisting yourselves into pretzels to try to figure out how to go list Mr. Smith's mm -hmm. house to try to get that one that guy to say great. yes. Yeah, that's a great mindset. And you know, I think about failing forward. And I talk about this when I speak on mindset, the person that fails the most wins the most, the biggest loser is the biggest winner. And when people talk to me about specifics, like I can't get John Doe to call me back. I'm like, who's John Doe? Yeah, John Doe's one of 50 leads. Move on. Quit worrying about that. So it's just a process. Um, and we'll get let's get into lead conversion. So yeah. the second step is lead conversion. You guys you got lead gens easy. No, it, it's the sexy you know, Royals Royce, everyone wants to talk about Legion, Legion, Legion. Legion's easy. Legion shouldn't even be talked about. What should be talked about is the work that no one wants to talk about because no one wants to do it. And that's the follow-up to the leads. Once they've registered, you have to build a relationship of trust with them so that eventually they choose to your team and or your agent to finally buy. What we found, and I find this fascinating, over seven years, we've been generating leads and tracking all of our analytics. It takes on average six months for a registered lead to go under contract. That's eight months till we get paid. 
That's what we call our incubation period. So the problem when it comes to internet leads is people will make the first call, they'll send a text, they'll leave a voicemail, maybe a second call if you're lucky, maybe a drip email sequence if you're lucky, and then they're done. But Harvard Business did the, re the report, and a lot of people talk about this. It, it, if you don't get them in the first five minutes while they're on your website, you have to call a total of 10 times to get them over on the phone or to get them to respond to something. You have to keep touching them. Yeah. And so from an accountability standpoint, sorry, from a lead conversion standpoint, we found that in the first two weeks, if you can make the 10 call attempts, leave two voicemails, send two text messages, start them on a drip sequence, and start them on a listing update email sequence, it's going to give you the best opportunity to be able to convert at around 2%. Industry yeah. average, they say, is less than 1% across the country when it comes to internet lead conversion. I've seen teams that have been able to convert up to 4%, depending on the relationships they're able to build and the engagement that they're able to have with those leads. And then once you have connected, the yeah. real special sauce isn't in just the connect. The connect is, we'll use the Nebraska planting the seed analogy, you're just putting the seed in the ground. It's how you treat that seed so that your corn stock grows and you have the fruit um, of all of your labor. And that doesn't come for six months. And so teaching the agent psychologically that they're not going to win for eight months. The, the work they're doing now is planting seeds so that in eight months from now, when that person's finally ready to pull the trigger, or, you know, that seller's ready to hit, put, the, put their house on the market, your agent becomes the person that they choose to reach out to instead of the other 25 agents that are calling and emailing and texting for 24 hours and then they give up and you're the only one that's still there in the race. And so you end up winning. Yeah, exactly. And, and that brings us to number three and four, which is training and accountability, because that's the thing that solves that problem, which is the mentality yep. uh, that most agents have, which is scrambling for the next deal. And if you stay yep. in that mentality, you'll never break out. So now back to your Facebook page. So how often do you see agents say, yeah, internet leads are just not working for us because my agents aren't working the leads. And my follow-up always to that is what are you doing as the team leader to help your agents work their leads? How are right. you training them to work the lead so that they have the confidence to be successful when they engage? And then how are you holding them accountable to make sure they are implementing the best practices, you know, inspecting what you expect? So from a lead um, accountability standpoint, if you're handing out leads, you're holding the people you're handing those leads to accountable to working the leads you, the way you want them to work the lead. And that can come in a lot of different shapes and sizes. I already shared with you our special sauce for converting internet leads and what our expectation is. So I literally hired someone for $50,000 a year to sit down with every agent that receives leads to hold them accountable to all the best practices to make sure that they convert those leads at the highest level. But the thing that we did that I think is genius is that we don't just hold them accountable to best practices for the leads we've given them. We also hold them accountable for best practices for the leads that they've created on their own. So we're helping them be successful outside of the leads we generate, but work all the leads the same way. And it's fascinating to me. People think from a lead conversion standpoint that inside of a CRM, that the purpose of a client relationship management software is to convert the internet leads that that team leader is generating. I think that the CRM is more valuable for helping your team and your agents engage with their sphere of influence by, by implementing these best practices and tracking in the CRM. The internet leads is an afterthought. So if internet leads went away today, we were talking about this before we started recording, yeah. The CRM is still just as important as it was before, but I see teams, Matt, and you probably have seen this as well, where they're having accountability meetings and holding their people accountable to all the best practices for the internet leads, but completely ignoring the most important category and that's sphere engagement and making sure your agents are implementing all these same best practice techniques with your sphere. It always comes back to people, our people, our people, the way you treat the internet lead versus grandma's referral that from Bunko versus the person you do CrossFit with is the same. You show them love, you create value, you send them information, you respond to their, their questions, and ultimately you help them buy and or 
sell a house. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I feel like about half of the questions that agents ask their brokers, managers, and other people in Facebook groups is, should I call, like, what should I do? And the answer is always call. Yes, make that phone call. And you know, one, they say like email, um, texts get responded to five times more than email. And I totally agree. People are always like, Jeff, should I call them? Should I text them? Should I email them? Yes, yes. Should you also send a mailer to their house? Yep. Should you knock on their door if you have their address? Yep. yep. You can do everything. <laughs> everything you can do. The commissions are way too big to not do everything. $8,000 for one sale. You guys, we get paid really well. We can work a little bit extra to try to get that person to know us like us, trust us and ultimately work with us. The money is on the other end of the rainbow. There's other things that you might sell. You make $50 commission. It's not worth the juice ain't worth the squeeze. When it comes to real estate, that's what's so awesome about it. Everything has a positive ROI. You track literally every type of marketing I've ever done. I've had a positive ROI because I could say it didn't work and a year later, some rando calls me and off of that one thing I did and I make a $12,000 commission check. I'm like, oh, well, now I'm positive. So it's just a matter of having a process and a system. So the fourth thing is the training piece. A lot of your agents are scared to engage. They don't know what to say on that 17th call. They don't know what to say when they planted the seed and that person said six months down the road, we're ready to sell. What am I going to say every month if I call them? That's so awkward. You're going to train them on how to do that. And that's where elite real estate systems, agent training comes into play. $97 a month. Your agents essentially can get on and be trained two times a week. It's a total of eight hours of training content. We do dialogue training, topical training. We get into everything under the sun to help your agent be the best that they can be and have the confidence to engage not only those internet leads that you're generating for them, but also leads that come from their sphere of influence. And it's not just lead engagement. We also train all the best practices on lead acquisition, Mm -hmm. uh, lead generation, et cetera. And then of course, as a team leader, um, if you want to put all your agents into that product, you can have unlimited seats for your team. And that's $1,000 a month. And it includes an additional six hours of one-on-one, not one-on-one, but group training time with just team leaders like yourself in a Zoom conference call, similar to what you're looking at right now if you're watching this on YouTube. So to find out more information about that and all of our upcoming workshops, jump on our website, EliteRealEstateSystems.com. That's right. Awesome, man. (sighs) Anything else you want to say? That was a lot of content in a short amount of time. So let's just review it fast. The top four things to building, skilling a dominant team in your marketplace, which took my team from 70 to over 700 sides in six years, which is arguably the fastest growing team in history. If you can compete or um, contest that with accurate data, I'll give you a $100 gift card to the location of your choice. I've yet to find a team that grew faster than us. Um, You can do the same thing. Like Matt had said in my bio, if you guys have ever seen my bio, doesn't take an Ivy League education and amazing contacts and connects to be successful in your marketplace, which is totally true. It's just these simple processes of lead gen, lead conversion, and then coaching, training, and accountability. And you can do whatever you want to do. You just have to take the time to be intentional and implement these practices. And you don't have to do it on your own. Thousand bucks a month will help you do it. That's what we do. We've helped hundreds of teams. Right now we have over 150 coaching clients. We want to get to a thousand. So if you're interested in learning more about it, again, jump on the website. Also, you can jump on a demo call with our uh, director of growth, Logan Boyce. If you go out to ersdemocall.com, we'll spend an hour with you behind the scenes of our, of our platform showing you exactly what that training looks like. And we'd love to have you guys a part of it. And then again, If you come out to one of our workshops, it's an all-day workshop, you'll really get an idea of what we offer and how we can help you and build your business larger, stronger, um, so that you're relevant now as we go into the 21st century. 
Love it. All right, man. And then for the, uh, the podcast itself, make sure to go out to Apple Podcasts, especially, and leave a five-star review. If there was a certain guest that you really enjoyed, uh, not me, of course, but somebody else that uh, brought more content, uh, make sure to give them a shout out in the, uh, in the review. Uh, we love reading the reviews. Jeff, you and I were just talking about that before we hit record. They are we awesome. Uh, like the feedback that we get is that you can't, you literally cannot get this content anywhere else because nobody talks at this level of depth. And yep. that is exactly what I want for the podcast. And so if you feel like that, that's the case, go out and, uh, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate yep. it. Yeah, appreciate you reminding everyone of that, Matt. Yeah, the thing is, you guys, as we talk about this, there's tons of other real estate podcasts out there that teach you how to have a job. Yes. Matt and I have been big fans of not having a job and teaching people how to grow and scale a business, an entrepreneurial venture. This podcast is for entrepreneurs. Yep. And obviously, if you want to stay in the game because you, know, you like a certain aspect of it, then stay in the game, but at least have the ability to not have to. And that's my dream. That's my dream for you. That's where my passion's at. This podcast is not going away. It's only getting louder and stronger and in your face. So be sure to check these out. You can also get on our email list if you haven't already. Um, if you go out to EliteRealEstateSystems.com slash podcast, um, of course, you can be on Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, but we'll also email you every time we release, release a new episode. So give us your email address there if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. And one last thing I will uh, give to you as a gift today, um, we have Jeff's business plan. Uh, that we'll send to you. It's a PDF if you just go to jeffsbusinessplan.com. And it is the step-by-step progression that I implemented in my business to grow and scale to where we are today. And we did it really fast. I think it took us about you know two to three years to really get up and running um, and feel like we were fully operational with the foundation we needed for growth. And that's what we want to help you guys get to. And no one has to have a team with 30 agents. You could build a really dynamite team with three or four agents. So mm-hmm. I think that Navy SEAL you know, team that we talked about earlier on in this episode is a, is a great way for someone that doesn't want to get too big to scale their business and be able to maximize their profitability. Yeah. Just remember for, yeah, for those that are listening, like if you're listening to this going, like this is all too complex, like this is way too far down there. I'm not really interested in building like the absolute biggest, fastest growing team. Right. The point is you still have to get to the point where you're a ninja team first, then you can, then you have the option of whether you move yeah. on from there and keep growing. And you might be surprised to find that the lifestyle doesn't get busier. Jeff, you're, you're busy oh when gosh. you want to be, but yeah. you're actually less busy than the average agent doing a couple of I have the most amount of free time I've ever had in my whole life. I probably work 20 hours a week in all of my business ventures. Mm-hmm. And I do all the things I love. So like this podcast for me isn't work. So a lot of the things yeah. I would say to my wife, I'm working. It is work, but I'm doing it because I love it. I'm getting to pick now the things that I love doing. I stopped doing all the things I didn't love doing. And that's what we want for everybody that's listening. I think that's a great reminder, Matt. No one has to become what we are, what I have chosen to build in Omaha. I'd even say to most people that they shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But I would say put yourself in a position where you have what I call clarity. And in sports, they call it flow, where you know that one agent is going to net you X and you know how much time it's going to take to help that agent be successful. And you know how much time it's going to take to hold that agent accountable. And then you get to be empowered and say, if I added 10 agents, that's an extra 500,000 a year net to me. But I know what additional work's going to go into that. But I could hire somebody to do that additional work at 80 grand a year net to me is now going to be 400, you know, 420,000. That's clarity in business. We'll teach you guys how to do that. And then you decide how you want to structure your business. You decide where you want the leads to come from. You decide how you want to spend your time, but at least become empowered so that you can make those, those thoughtful decisions. That's right. Love it. Joe, pleasure as always. (laughs) All right, Matt. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it. 